Hey friends, Chloe and Michael here, the founders of Mindfully Loved and your co-hosts of the Mindfully Loved podcast. Created with our love of discussing all things healing, growth and slow living, we hope to inspire your own journey toward being a better parent, partner and person. Join us for both interview and discussion-based episodes designed to challenge those unhelpful thought patterns and inspire the positive and sustainable change you need right now. So hello everyone, and today we have Kobe Bloomfield here with us. Kobe is a pediatric speech pathologist starting her own new business called Toy Cycle. So Toy Cycle is a toy rental subscription service that aims to reduce waste and empower parents to feel more confident when interacting with their child. So each package comes with developmentally appropriate toys and delivered once a month and comes with ways to interact with the language and play skills. Thank you so much for having me. No problems. We're, we're obviously, as we told you before, we're super excited about what you're doing and super excited about the idea. It's something mm-hmm. Chloe and I are quite passionate about, obviously, when it, becomes, uh, when it comes to sustainability, but also with regards to what you're offering. So before we dip right into uh, everything about Toy Cycle, I'd love to know a bit more about the background, what inspired your choice. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've had our own journey into the sustainability realm uh, working as a speech pathologist, I believe, for, for at least the last nine years, um, what sort of sparked something within you to start venturing into this area and to, to take a bit of uh, yeah ownership in, in starting? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, good question. Um, so with me, sustainability has always been quite overwhelming. There's just so many different things that you can do to help. But it's always like, what do I choose to do? How can I make a difference? And a lot of things out there, like cutting cutting meat out from your diet and all these drastic things, like seemed too much for me at the time. And I was thinking, how can I make a difference and make other people's lives easier so they can just do one small thing mm-hmm. to make a difference? They don't have to put too much energy in it. And at the same time, Toy Cycle also makes their lives easier and more convenient. Um, so I wanted to just from my own experience, I wanted to help other people find that easy thing to do to, um, in terms of sustainability. Um, and I guess for me, I've been working in private practice as a speech therapist for five years. Um, and it kind of came to a point where I wanted to use the skills that I had learned over the past five years to help other parents feel more confident mm. um, interacting with their children, not just when it comes to kids with special needs, but all children. Um, a lot of parents, when they have kids, just feel so overwhelmed because they're like... I know for me, I'm a, I'm a Google doctor kind of person. I just go online and I research all this stuff. And for parents, there is so much out there. And I felt, and I have um, some friends with kids and they just find it really, really stressful looking at all this stuff. And they're like, who do I listen to? What, who's right? Who's wrong? Everyone claims to be a specialist, you know, with kids. Um, so I thought if there was just an easy box of toys that came to you once a month with a few quick tips teaching you what's appropriate, what's not, how to interact. Um, I thought that'd be great and and an easy thing for parents to do. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so amazing. And we do have a lot of children in our circle. A lot of family and friends have kids at the moment. And that's exactly what they're saying. It's just too overwhelmed. Everyone's buying toys for the for the for the kids and then they just end up with a playroom full of toys and ah yeah and kids for, for me mm. <laughs> I just feel for me when I go to a friend's house when I walk in and the you can't see the floorboards 
it just provides, it's just this sense of stress straight away as you walk in. And, and if, if parents are already feeling, you know, stressed because of how their house looks, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, they have to think of how to play with their kids. Like, how's the child feeling? <laughs> like, uh, so I guess I really wanted to show parents how to use just a few toys in a variety of ways. So they aren't, don't just use one toy and chuck it, next toy, chuck it. Like, to increase their kids' creativity as well, using a toy in a multitude of ways, yeah. So, and goes back to that being intentional, yeah. So when we yeah. when we have fewer toys, we're intentional with the way we play with them. We can be creative. Yeah. We can use that same toy for so many different ways. And I think what I like about it is that you say it, you give them instructions on how to encourage their kids to play with that toy, but also develop mm. them, um, allow them to create the skills. So tell us a little bit about. Yeah. Oh, well, I just feel that a parent comes home, home at the end of a work day and their mind's full. The last mm-hmm. thing they can think of is how to be creative and how to prompt their children to play. And if, if it's literally, I, I give um, parents like, you know, keyrings with cards on them. And if it's all there ready to go, yeah. it takes all the thinking and the pressure out of it for parents. And you have a more relaxed parent coming home at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, that was that was my take. And I just feel like often parents are coming into the practice into my clinic and they go am I doing this right should I be saying this now should I be doing this or like and doubting themselves a lot so I just wanted to really give them that confidence and empower them to feel um feel better when they're playing with their kids yeah and I know we're starting to redefine even what play looks like and the importance of play I know in the past it was like yeah just let the kids play as adults do their own thing but now we're realizing how important play is in a mm. child but also an adult joining in with that play um, oh yeah play with the child so being able to give the parents confidence that they can sit there and do it as well it's a yeah. relationship oh if if a child can't play appropriately like it affects their comprehension it affects their expressive language it affects their literacy it affects social skills it's the foundation of communication literally um it's one of the first things children things children learn to do before they develop other communication skills so um and I think you know parents forget how to play they're like how do I play how do you do that again you know it's such a natural thing for kids but um and something that comes naturally to me but I forget that oh wait a second I've been doing this for years but parents do forget (laughs) after a while how to play with their kids so yeah no, yeah, we, we've all seen those toy boxes at, at you know, um, at the houses that are full that have that stuff at the bottom that the children at that point, you know, are no longer, we're not sure if we're ready to remove this or keep this. And But obviously, you know, I, I read something through your Instagram profile as well. You had some, uh, obviously, there's some more recent studies with regards to, uh, you know, children having less toys and the benefits that can have as well. So obviously, uh, you know, your, your subscription service has, uh, I think it's three toys per month. Yeah, like every box comes with three toys. So there's a fine motor toy, there's a pretend play toy to um, improve or de- help develop imagination and creativity, and also a, a storybook. And there might be another, a couple of other props to go with one of the toys as well. And, and every box also comes with the keyring with different strategies for every toy that appropriate for either a three or a four-year-old, as that's who we're catering for at the moment. Um, to to help support them in their communication and language journey. So, yeah, that's what it comes with. And I hope to also 
branch out to younger age groups in the coming months and as well. So at the moment, yeah. that's just for three and four. Is that right? It's just the three and four right now, um, but I hope to my next age group. I'm hoping to to make toy boxes for is six to twelve months in those early years, um, when parents are definitely more even more overwhelmed when the baby yes. first comes. Okay. And that'll be great. And that's um, so they keep it for one month, or do they have? Do they get to choose how long they want to keep that box for? It's for a month. So at the last week of every month, um, you get an email saying when your box is going to come. And it arrives, and then every month after that, it gets exchanged for another box. So either myself or a driver will come and swap that box over for you at the same time every month. And yeah, so so convenient. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, no, no, having you don't even have to like clean the toys or anything. I go through a whole sanitization process, and I quarantine the toys for a week as well. <laughs> um, it's the times at the moment so just trying to be extra cautious yeah um i would love to know the process of actually choosing the toys for for even just toy cycle was it was it a fun experience for you <laughs> just buying and um, <laughs> not really? um initially i was quite excited about it <laughs> but there's so many things i had to take into consideration so for example like i guess if there were too many pieces Mm-hmm. with a toy like if you if a, for example a puzzle if you lose one piece of the puzzle it ruins the entire puzzle so I've specifically chosen toys where if you do lose a piece it usually doesn't affect the entire toy um, because those things do happen <laughs> of course with kids yes and, and I also had to pick toys that were a certain size and could be used for a variety of purposes as well. So, and were durable. And I tried to, you know, tried to pick brands that were more environmentally friendly and sustainable and would, yeah, easy to clean and all that. So there were lots of things to take into consideration, which I didn't think about in the beginning, but it's all a learning process. Um, But I really feel like the toys I have picked, I'm so super happy with them now, but yeah, it was quite a process to get there. Yeah. And if one of the children, uh, I suppose, particularly likes one of the toys that they've, they've received, I, I, I saw that there was potentially a, a discount also for them to purchase that toy. So is, is that something you anticipate sort of to happen a little <laughs> bit or is that something you, uh, yeah, think, think would be um, occurring quite often? Um, yeah, 100%. Um, I just feel uh, what I hear from a lot of parents is they buy a toy for their child, they bring it home, the child plays for, with it for five minutes and they get sick of it. Yeah. And sometimes they'll have a toy that they love, but it's often a toy that the parents didn't even expect them to love. <laughs> so how do you ever know when your child's going to actually mm-hmm. like the toy? And then I guess, you know, you end up wasting money or, you know, you get more clutter in the house. Whereas with Toy Cycle, if you do like a toy, if your child enjoys that toy for the entire month, you might say, oh, I actually want to purchase this toy. And then you can keep that toy um, and you get it at a reduced price for me. Just pop me an email and you can keep it. So. Yeah. That's an amazing yeah, idea. That's wonderful. And would you recommend for the parents as they're starting with this subscription service to have a look at the toys that they already have and kind of declutter? So there are so many services out there that give toys to those kids in need. Um, so I would highly recommend using those services and also, um, I guess, marketplace and those sorts of things, rehoming toys that you already have. There's so many things you can really do to to declutter in your home. And, you know, secondhand use of toys is 
I don't know, I just think it's the best idea. And how hard is it to sanitize a toy? I know in these times we're going through a pandemic, <laughs> um, but it's pretty easy to, to rehome a toy to a friend, you know, to anyone. So it doesn't and have I, to cost, um, cost them. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, and I saw there's a very clear explanation as well, uh, a picture diagram explanation on your website as well about how you go about cleaning it and you, you obviously perform that service. Yeah. So during yeah, these times of wonderful service. <laughs> There's a four-part process um, where I use, yeah, environmentally um, friendly products to clean the toys and it's all done myself. So I'm really, yeah, don't give it to anyone else to do. I'm quite proud of the way that I'm going to be sanitizing the toys um, and quarantining them and, you know, putting them in the sun to remove the bacteria and all that. So trying to do as much as I can to really help. Um, yeah, yeah, because I know I guess a lot of parents say to me, the toy li public libraries, they find that the toys there often aren't as clean and kids constantly are playing with the toys on the shelves. So um, I guess because it's coming straight from me, I hope that this can give parents a bit more peace of mind knowing mm. that the, the toys are cleaner than they would get in another store. And they can also clean them themselves as well if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And they don't know what toys they'll get, yeah? So it's a kind of like a mystery box? Yes. Yeah, so I love the idea of a surprise for a child. And not knowing what's going to come that week and toys, it's toy cycle day yeah. <laughs> um, and not knowing what they're going to find. Um, so, yeah, I've picked toys that I feel and toys and books that I feel parents wouldn't be likely to have in their home. Um, not so not such popular toys, um, but also toys that I feel like they can use for a variety of different um, play ideas and scenarios. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I just love the idea of teaching your child from that early on, the idea of recycling a toy so and funny. yeah, knowing that yeah. you get to enjoy it and then, you know, another child will yeah. get to enjoy it and you'll get something else. And Yeah, and I love the idea of sharing. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's another thing for me. It's really important, the idea, like there's going to be a little video that says from a little kid saying, welcome to Toy Cycle. Thank you for sharing with me and make sure you really look after my toys. Um, they're going to be going to another child child next that sort of thing so um so as soon as the child receives the toy they can you know the toy box they can watch the video they can really relate to um the idea of sharing and the other kids are going to be using them yeah there really is um countless benefits to to the whole service isn't there it's yeah them on a multiple um yeah on multi-levels so it's just it's really great to hear i love the idea of it yeah yeah and i guess many people might be wondering like what the difference between myself and a public toy library is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of public toy libraries before, but for me, the main difference is, I guess, as a speech therapist who's worked with kids for many years, I'm providing those strategies to make parents see what they can do with each toy um, and a, the delivery aspect, the convenience aspect. And I personally think, <laughs> um, I personally think that the toys that I've picked are really fantastic quality so I hope that yeah and different unique toys so yeah and that's the thing and coming from a pediatric speech pathologist you know that there's purpose in those toys mm -hmm. and getting those instructions also empower you as a parent and give you the confidence to be able to use those skills that you learn from one toy to other ones as well so it's it's not only the toys that our kids are just playing it's you're creating a whole environment, yeah. sustainable environment within the household of how the kids are seeing these toys but also how the parents are playing with those but are using those skills as well which is great oh for sure um yeah a hundred percent so 
I hope that other parents see the value in it as well. Yeah. I'm sure they will, Kobe. Um, I would yeah. love to know a little bit also about the the skills. And I, I know you've you've mentioned that they're specifically for three and four. So during that age, what are some skills that we wanna really focus on on that age when when we are? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I guess at the age of three, you know, kids usually are. Uh, hundred percent intelligible to other people, which means that most people, people that um that aren't familiar listeners, strangers, should be able to understand all of what a three-year-old is saying. Um, and I guess from a language point of view, they should be following more complex two-part instructions, understanding who, what, and where, um, understanding some basic concepts like same and different, um, basic colors, using four or five words in a sentence, and asking questions with what, where, and who. So. That for the age of three, that's what we'd expect. And at the age of four, um, in terms of communication, we'd, in terms of understanding, sorry, we'd be expecting them to understand all who, what, where, when, why questions, um, understanding some numbers. And we, a big emphasis with Toy Cycle is, I guess, they're starting school the next year, probably. So um, having those what we call sound awareness skills mm-hmm. to help them with literacy the year after. So rhyming and breaking up beats in a word and all that sort of thing. And you making more longer complex sentences with ands and because and reasoning and using pronouns like he, she, me, you. So yeah, I guess the list just goes, goes I could keep talking for a while, but um, those are some of the wow. main things that we'd expect from a three and a four-year-old. Um, but I think as a parent, I like to not talk about the milestones too much unless a parent asks me because it can really stress a parent out. Um, so in the future, I plan to just have some reassurance talks on offer um, just for parents to have 15-minute chats with me, with me. We have a promotion going actually at the moment. Um, the next five people to sign up to Toy Cycle, they get a free 20-minute chat with me um, to answer any questions they might have about their child or about childhood development or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, just for the next couple of weeks, we have that going until launch. So oh, yeah. That's an amazing thing to have you as a, you know, as a person behind this business, because you are able to provide this feedback and support to the parents, which is amazing. Yeah. What do you think, Obi, what is the magic number for play per day for kids? <laughs> oh, Unlimited. I, don't know. Um, I guess a parent should be sitting down with their child to play for at least half an hour a day. Um, but usually the child will play independently for, I'd say, at least two or three hours more. Um, but, yeah, it does depend on the family circumstances and what's on and that sort of thing. But usually I'd recommend at least half an hour for the parent to be playing with the child per day. Yeah. Hoping, you know, I'm hoping that Toy Cycle will be able to provide and give the parents the opportunity to spend that time to play and connect with their yeah. own child and find their own yeah. playfulness. You know, we know that connecting with that inner child, it's so it's so important in your own healing journey as an adult and as a parent. So hopefully yeah, 100%. having that input in signing up in this subscription and getting those little cards from you and giving them the instruction, it will give them the opportunity to let themselves play and enjoy it as well yeah I just want them to feel more confident I just want to remove that sense of like doubt from parents and I want to 
to be exciting for parents as well and fun for them. I know this is a surprise box for a child, but as much as it's for the child, it's for the parent too. Parents can get so bored with the same toys over and over again. So having that constant rotation is exciting. I don't know, if I was a parent, it would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so having new stuff, you know, rotating would be fun. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking about presents for our nieces and I've got kids in the future. What a, an amazing present to be able to give that. Um, and when you have, you know, the younger ages for new parents, what an amazing yeah. And I know we've tried it before. You will have gift cards. But tell us a little bit about how the pricing of the subscription, is there a minimum month, um, subscription period that they need to sign up and how all that works? Sure, yeah. So there's three or six months subscription. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, you could hope in the future. I'm hoping for 12 months too, but to start with, we're just doing three and six month subscriptions. Um, and same with the gift certificates, it's either a three or a six month gift certificate. So you pay that, I guess, at the start, whereas with a subscription for yourself, it's a certain amount withdrawn every month. Um, yeah, and it's a discounted rate for the three for the six months compared to the three months. So, yeah, yeah. And if we have any listeners that have any extra questions for you, any preferable um, way to contact you or via your website or socials or a specific email? Yes, yeah, so I'm always on my email. So you're welcome to contact me at thetoycyclecompany.com at gmail.com or you could go on the website www.toycycle.com.au or I'm also on Instagram, um, which is the handle is toycycle.aus. Yeah, so on a few platforms there. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll certainly share those in the in the show notes, obviously at the end as well, to make sure people have a, a clear access to you. Yeah, so. thanks so much, guys. Yeah, yeah. And before we finish up, I always ask this question to our, our people that we interview. We are yeah. vegan self-care and self-love here, Mindfully Love. So why don't you know from you, Kobe, what do you do for self-care or do you have a self-loving ritual that you do? Yeah, um, I'm big into meditation. I love it. So I use an app called One Giant Mind um, and, yeah, love it. Um, so I try and do that every morning um, before breakfast. Um, so that's kept me sane for a lot of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and for me, swimming is a big one for me. I love the water. I love swimming. So for me, going to the ocean or going to the local pool is a big part of my self-care ritual. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for this. It's been lovely to be um, talking to it's you. It's been amazing. Thank you. And learning about Toy Cycle. And we can't wait for the launch. And we're looking forward to follow your journey. And for, yeah, for all your followers, please reach out to Kobe if you have any more questions or check out her website. Absolutely. Again, it's it's a pleasure. We love this. We love the idea of it. We really hope uh, it's everything you want it to be. And, uh, you know, just the idea that itself in itself creates conversation and and we hope there's plenty more conversation around it. So thank you so much for being a guest today. And uh, and we look forward to seeing what happens with, uh, with Toy Cycle. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. See you.